Welcome to Jury Duty. I'm your host, Carrie Antholis. This season of Jury Duty explores the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, who was charged with the reckless homicide of Joseph Rosenbaum, the intentional homicide of Anthony Huber, and the attempted intentional homicide of Gage Grosskreutz. As Rittenhouse was the undisputed shooter of all three men, his legal team argued that the shootings were in self-defense. In our last episode, we began our exploration of the cross-examination of Detective Martin Howard by defense attorney Mark Richards, paying particular attention to how Richards sought to weave Detective Howard's testimony into the narrative that the defense team is trying to sell to the jury. On today's episode, we continue our look at Richards' cross-examination of Detective Howard, including his presentation of the defense perspective on some of the video clips introduced by the prosecution. That's all coming up right after the break. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. As we ended our last episode, defense attorney Mark Richards appeared to succeed in getting Detective Martin Howard to offer testimony supporting the defense narrative that Kyle Rittenhouse was reasonable in the fear that led him to fire shots at Rosenbaum, Huber, and Grosskreutz. Today we resume with Richards playing a video clip from footage shot for the Milwaukee-based independent radio program called The Rundown Live. The clip which was shown by Prosecutor Binger at the beginning of his direct examination of the detective, begins with one of the show's co-hosts, Kristen T. Harris, standing in the car source lot at 59th and Sheridan Road. The camera points across Sheridan towards the car source lot at 60th and Sheridan, where there appear to be a number of burned-out cars. Richards pauses the video and asks the detective to identify two individuals who stand in the street looking at the car source lot where Kyle Rittenhouse and others stand guard with semi-automatic rifles. These individuals are Kelly Zeminski, who would later that evening record a video in the aftermath of the Rosenbaum shooting, and Joshua Zeminski, who would fire a pistol into the air less than three seconds before Kyle Rittenhouse fired at Joseph Rosenbaum. The camera next comes upon Rittenhouse pulling a dumpster from Sheridan Road towards the car source property at 59th Street. Richards calls attention to his client. That's Kyle going out to get the dumpster on the street, correct? Correct. That dumpster came from car source two's lot, correct? I don't know that. Okay, continue on. We hear a voice from behind the camera, presumably Kristen Harris, warning Rittenhouse that going into the street could be perceived as provocative. As Richards stops and starts the video, his questions offer a counter-narrative to the implications made by the prosecution on direct examination. Richards appears to imply that, rather than asking for trouble by leaving the property, Rittenhouse was merely reclaiming car source property, and that the armed Joshua Zeminski was becoming visibly agitated that Rittenhouse was repossessing a dumpster that Zeminski wanted to use as a vehicle for an arson fire. Hey, hey, your job isn't to be in the street. You guys stand your... That's him pulling a dumpster out of the street. Correct. Continue on. Property. That's why you got problems already with people. Stop. Who's this? 
That's Joshua Zeminski. He's standing in front of Car Source 3, looking directly at Car Source 3, correct? Correct. In the direction of the dumpster being brought back by my client. He's looking more towards the videographer. Okay. I think. Mr. Right Rittenhouse. His right would be where the dumpster is, correct? Correct. And he stands there, and we know that he's armed, correct? Correct. Putting out fires upset these individuals who are starting the fires. Is that a fair statement? That's fair. Defense attorney Richards next revisits Rittenhouse's statement in a video recorded by Elijah Schaffer of Blaze TV regarding only having lethal weapons and seeks to offer context to that comment. On direct examination, you were asked questions about non-lethal, correct? Correct. And that was in response to my client saying the statement about they didn't have any non-lethal, correct? Correct. And that non-lethal nightsticks, OC spray, and things like that, they're what are considered non-lethal bullets. Rubber bullets? Yes. Could be one of those projectiles, yes. And as far as you know, none of the people out there that evening, like my client who were protecting property in themselves, were armed with non-lethal bullets, correct? Not that I'm aware of. Richards then goes to the video recorded by the Los Angeles social media streamer who calls himself Reg Incognito. The clip begins as the camera is pointed north on Sheridan Road at the back of a man who is walking away. Incognito is addressing his live stream audience saying, quote, they just made an example out of that guy and I was trying to help them out. He just got his phone slapped out of him and socked at the same time, end quote. In a few moments, Kyle Rittenhouse will run into the car source lot across the street from the camera, and that's where the shooting of Rosenbaum will occur. At the end of the clip, we hear a voice shouting, friendly, friendly, friendly. So, so the white dude I was just talking to, or whatever he is right here, he just got, he just got his phone slapped. He got his phone slapped out on him and socked at the same time. This dude right here, walking away. This dude right here got his phone slapped and, his, and, and uh, Richards questions Detective Howard about this clip and what immediately ensues. Just hear that yell three times, friendly, friendly, friendly? Yes. Based upon your investigation, who is that? That appears to be Mr. Rittenhouse. Okay. And that's when he's being chased by Mr. Rosenbaum. I don't, know, I don't know if it's right before the chase, but approximately the start of the chase time is when that audio appears to come out. Okay, and that would be something to say to someone, I don't have a beef with you, friendly, friendly. Yes. And that didn't dissuade Mr. Rosenbaum based upon your investigation and viewing of the videos from continue to attempt to attack my client, correct? Correct. And. As my client is running from Mr. Rosenbaum, is he gaining ground on Mr. Rosenbaum, or is Mr. Rosenbaum gaining ground on him? Looks like Mr. Rosenbaum is gradually gaining ground on Mr. Rittenhouse. And Mr. Rosenbaum is running towards my client, and my client turns around and points the gun in his direction. Does not level it at him, but makes it very clear that he's armed to Mr. Rosenbaum, correct? Correct. And Mr. Rosenbaum is not dissuaded by that firearm and continues to chase after my client. He stops briefly and then continues to run again. He doesn't stop like 
I'm standing here and say, contemplating life's realities, like maybe I should pick a better course of action, he slows his gait and then continues on after Kyle, correct? Correct. And Kyle runs in a southwesterly direction through the car source, correct? Correct. And even in this video, you hear like a bang, bang, bang repeatedly, correct? Correct. And based upon your investigation, what is that? Those are bats or other blunt objects hitting cars in the car source lot. And there's well more than 50 people there bashing car windows, jumping on cars, and starting fire, a fire there. So I'd say there's more than 50 people there, but it's, it might be a little less than that with uh, people that are actually doing property damage because there are a lot of people that are standing around. Because there probably well. weren't enough cars for everybody to beat on. Is that a fair statement? No, Jack, that's argumentative. I don't think it's argumentative. Like. The, the, the um, objections overruled. There were only so many cars, correct? There's a limit, there's a certain number of cars in the car source okay. lot, correct? And back when car source was a running business, those weren't junk cars. They were real cars of somebody's property, correct? They were cars for sale. And yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong. Did you ever? hear any of these rioters give an explanation for why destroying somebody's property is going to make their situation or Mr. Blake's situation better? I object. Calls for hearsay. Well, the, uh, one of the exceptions to the hearsay rule is a plan or a statement of intent. Um, so the objections will rule. I have not heard a reason. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Defense attorney Richards next plays infrared surveillance footage taken by the FBI from nearly 9,000 feet in the air. Prosecutor Binger had played this video without questions or explanation during his direct examination of Detective Howard. Richards appears to use the evidence to much greater effect. Uh, as Kyle, the white circle, comes to the Duramax, this individual Mr. Rosenbaum begins to come out of his hiding place. Yes, he comes around the vehicle at that and, time. And he's masked. Yes. And he comes around, and now you begin with the chase, Mr. Rosenbaum of Kyle Rittenhouse, correct? Correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this looks like a classic ambush. I'm going to object this to the uh, calling for the defendant's interpretation of things. The jury can make their own decision as to what they sustained. Okay. Mr. Rosenbaum is in hiding as my client arrives, correct? It appears so, yes. 
For a moment, the court camera seems to catch Binger's expression of exasperation that his witness is acknowledging the accuracy of the defense narrative. But he raises no objection, and Richards continues to question the detective about what the infrared aerial footage shows. My client comes to the far side of the Duramax from Mr. Rosenbaum. On the opposite side of Mr. Rosenbaum, yes. And his circle, my client is stationary, and his circle is closing on my client's circle, Mr. Rittenhouse, correct? Correct. And according to this video, which we don't have sound because it's from 9,000 feet, this is right about the time where Kyle yells, friendly, friendly. Friendly, friendly, friendly. Yes. yes. And it does not dissuade Mr. Rosenbaum, correct? Correct. The aerial footage plays up to the moment of the Rosenbaum shooting as Richards guides Detective Howard through the sequence of events. Kyle goes out into the road, goes back into the car source lot with him, meaning Mr. Rosenbaum, correct? Correct. Where's Mr. Zeminski in this? He's on the sidewalk just north. And he almost directly behind Kyle to the side of Mr. Rosenbaum. Yes. Okay. This is Mr. McGinnis. Yes. This is Mr. and Mrs. Zeminski. Yes. She's very identifiable because she's got a big backpack on her back. Yes. You don't see the flash of Mr. Zeminski's gun in the thermal, correct? I did not see it, no. Okay. But we know from other videos there's one a sound and two a flash. Yes, right? in multiple videos, yes. Mr. Zeminski didn't come forward and complain about my client's behavior that day, correct? Correct. He didn't come forward and complain and say that I had to shoot him to scare him or something like that, correct? He did not come forward, correct. And after my client shoots Joseph Rosenbaum three times in 76 hundredths of a, excuse me, four times, four shots, in 76 hundredths of a second, the Zeminskis, when that shooting is going on, they don't run away, they don't hide, they're not afraid of the gunshots, correct? Correct. And they stay right there and they start yelling, Mr. Zeminski still has his gun out, and Mrs. Zeminski starts yelling about get him, things like that about Kyle, correct? Correct. The mob is closing in on Kyle. There are multiple people closing in on Kyle, okay. Mr. Rittenhouse. And that's, I apologize, Mr. Rittenhouse, and that's closing in on him at the car source parking lot, correct? It appears that at the car source that people are coming towards uh, Mr. Rosenbaum. And yes, there's people that are shouting in the direction of Mr. Rittenhouse. I'd say it's, it's more clear once he starts running northbound that there are people following him. While Detective Howard does not confirm every statement Richards makes, the witness's use of the defendant's first name and his general affirmation of the defense narrative is striking. Richards then guides the detective through the events leading up to the shootings of Huber and Grosskreutz. As he's running down Sheridan Road in a northerly direction before event number two, which is the shooting of the unidentified individual Huber and Grosskreutz, you don't see him pointing a gun, doing any of this, menacing with the firearm to people around him, correct? I believe there's just a slight raise when he was still on that west sidewalk of Sheridan Road, and it seemed like something uh, west of him on 62nd Street caught his attention. I remember he turned to his left. There may have been a slight raise of the rifle at that point. Didn't fire. 
No, not at that point. From the time Mr. Rosenbaum chases him till the time he attempts to turn himself into the police at 60th and Sheridan Road, we're talking about less than four minutes, correct? Yes. He heads down Sheridan Road in a northerly direction. There might have been a slight raise. Something caught his attention to his left. Yes. Okay, does not fire. Correct. Heads down the road. Gage Grosquitz, with his cell phone, gets right up in Kyle's face, correct? Yes. And says, what are you doing? Did you just shoot that guy? I'm yeah. object, Your Honor. Calls for hearsay. Uh, it, uh, it doesn't make an assertion. It asks a question. You hear that question, correct? Yes. And my client says he's going to the police. Objection, yep. Your Honor. That is hearsay. It's a statement of a party opponent for completeness. It is not a statement he of a party opponent. Wait, 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 With that objection, Judge Bruce Schrader decides to send the jury home for the day and, in a brief sidebar, sustains Prosecutor Binger's objection to Richards referencing that his client told Grosskreutz that he was going to the police. And with that, we bring to a close this episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Join us on our next episode for our weekly recap, as my guest once again is Professor of Law and Director of the Criminal Defense and Prisoner Advocacy Clinic at Georgetown University, Abby Smith. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You can find more information about this trial at crimestory.com. Jury Duty is created, hosted, and produced by yours truly, Carrie Antholis. This episode was written by Dewana Spates. It was co-produced by Chris Terracone and Aaron Karenik. Our consulting producer is Brittany Bookbinder. The episode was edited by Chris Terracone. Music for the episode was provided by Strike Audio, and Trial Audio is courtesy of Law and Crime Networks. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Kyle Rittenhouse.